Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. I am Will. And I am Chuck. And today we're going to discuss Moon Knight on the Hall. So, <laughs> on the Hall. <laughs> on the Hall. I don't care how how potty humor that is, it is still one of the funniest stupid jokes from, from that franchise. Anyway, <clears throat> so... From it's it's my understanding that you guys enjoyed Moon Knight very much, but the ending just left a pretty sour taste in your mouth, and you just kind of don't like the show anymore. Is that accurate? No, no, not no. at all. Okay. No, I like the show. I just don't like the ending. Okay. The way they left it hanging, if if they did. So if they did the reverse of Loki, we all thought that Loki was going to be a one and done. And then they surprised us with an after credit scene going, ta-da, season two is coming in like four years. With this, it was, it's supposed to be a one and done. And then they left, they left it open for a season two, but they're not even alluding to a season two. So we're here going, what's going to happen next? And I hate that feeling worse than watching six episodes of Boba Fett and hating that show. Mm. This leaves a worse feeling in me than painfully watching the next episode of Boba Fett. <laughs> I think one of the big that's, things, and I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going to echo a lot of what Chuck said there. I think that's one of the big things for me as well. When you watch the ending of like the second season of Mandalorian, it was like, oh, Book of Boba Fett's coming out. So we're going to get a continuation of Mando story and we're going to be introduced to Boba Fett and everything. And you're going to get a, um, Answers to a lot of unanswered questions that came up in that season. And the same thing happened with Loki. We're going to bring Loki back for a second season and we're going to answer all these questions about the TVA and what's going on with Loki and in a different universe and all that. Here, they absolutely should have done something like that to, to let the fans know, hey, we know that there's unresolved issues here. We're going to eventually get to them. Instead, they kind of just left it open. And it seems like Disney and doesn't even know if they're going to be doing a second season or not. I would assume they would. I would assume they wouldn't leave something open like this without having some kind of a plan. But just the fact that they didn't announce anything almost immediately after or even a week or two after at this point, it's just like, really? Like, you you can't come up with like a definitive answer of whether or not you're coming back for a second season so we can see like the evolution of of Mark and and more of, of of Jake Lockley and what's going on with Khonshu and Moonlight and that relationship like it's just it's really weird the way that everything ended off that's and that's my whole thing with that and it 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 doesn't ruin the show for me but it definitely takes it down a peg like the way that the show was going and everything that was going on I was ready to stamp this as this is this is like the the, the new bar for what a Marvel television show could be because of the story elements, because of dealing with DID and mental illness and just, you know, home and family trauma. And then you just end it on a real, in my opinion, sour note. And mm. that that's bothersome. That's bothersome for a lot of reasons for somebody like me. So that's that's so definitely it doesn't doesn't ruin the show, but it knocks it down a peg or two. Mm. Right. I concur. Okay. Hmm. Well, so last night. I I rewatched the first three episodes. Oh, um, just to kind of go into it again because I th- one thing that you know you get in a story like this is um, there's always like a bunch of foreshadowing stuff, and if you d- if you're spending all this time trying to figure out 
what's going on, how are they going to play out this DID stuff, and you know what's real and what's fake and all that. You hear those things, but then you kind of get caught up in the story as it goes on, and you forget what things were foreshadowed at that point. So, um, rewatching the first three episodes, loved them. I thought that they they fit in really well with everything that we got for our conclusion, or you know, of this season, or whatever the heck is going on. Um, and it was it was really I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, but let me see here. There we go. Um, yeah, the ending. Am am I upset? As upset as you guys are? No. Um, am I not surprised? No, I'm not really surprised. Disney likes to do this. They know that they have us. You know, they're they just got to hang, hang us hanging by a thread right now. We're we're waiting to see what's going to go on. And when they say Moon Knight's coming out with a second season, we're either going to be really happy or really annoyed. I feel like the longer it takes, the more annoyed people are going to be. But honestly, I'm, I'm not going to be surprised I won't if be they annoyed, do it. I'll be skeptical. Because mm-hmm. I'll be like, did it really? Why did it take them so long? to want to redo, to, to do a season two, or if they're going to, you know, evade the whole season two thing and do its own one-off movie. Why don't we know about that? At least give us something tease something. Um, Cause then at that point I can go, okay, you know what? There's a season two, there's a movie coming out, whatever the case may be. They showed us Jake Lockley. We'll get that next season right great but we were talking all five episodes up to the last episode about how they're going to introduce this third altar how they're going to go through all of this how they're going to answer all these questions where does the gold statue guy come back into play aside from being in his vision for 15 seconds that was my question when i rewatched last night yeah you know it was exactly the same question you know that was a huge thing you know and we talked about that for a couple minutes on that week's episode, where are they going to go with all of this? Um, how does Conchu now fit into it with Jake Lockley and Mark and Steven not know about it? Gold, gold statue guy, remind me. The guy who stood there at the, at the, the statue at the, guy. Um, oh, him. At oh, the fountain, oh, the guy, and he the was guy just talk. he just talked to, it played the big, guy he was Steven a bingo was dumping, guy. The guy that Steven was dumping all of his daily yeah. trauma on. Okay, him. Yeah. Yeah. I could care less about him, <laughs> to be to be quite honest. He doesn't play into the story at all. He no, doesn't. Right? That's the least plays, of my concern. When it is every, when it, every in the grand scheme of things, everything else that happened in this in this in this series, that's the least of my concern. Is what's going on with Gold Statue Guy? Hmm. Yeah, it's just it was it's one of those things though where it's like there's all these unanswered questions, including that one. Are yeah, they okay. going to answer them? And you know, we left Loki with some unanswered questions, but we know. That there's going to be gonna a be season answered. two. They're going to be answered. Yeah. We don't know if these are going to be answered right now. And that's the frustrating part. And if Disney or MCU is actually doing what we have been saying, what they've been doing for a long time, and that's getting fan-based information and going after what the fans want, which is why they used, um, what's her name for Ahsoka Tana, um, because the fans wanted that you would think that the fans would be screaming loud enough right now for a season two that Disney would be giving out some information. Yeah, I mean, I don't know but if they're it's... not. I, I don't know what it is because 
because of the way the show was and the way they did everything, I'm surprised people aren't like going nuts about it. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, it wasn't WandaVision. You know, that was that was revolutionary, the way that they did this, you know, breaking the fourth wall constantly type thing and being so self-aware. Um, but yeah, like I'm not seeing a lot of things pop up with Moon Knight, except for that Moo Knight, you know, meme and a few other things. But the reality is I, I'm there's there's not a lot of chatter about this. Nobody seems to say anything about it. Nobody seems to care. And I'm surprised. I, well, I think where they are. Oh, okay. I'm not really on social media like I used to be. So there's a big, there's a there's a there's a big community and following for something for something like this on places like Twitter and Reddit, and it's mostly yeah. you know doing the same thing that we're doing here, and they're just theorizing. And both of you are right. Well, all three of us are right. They're clamoring for more information, but Disney's kind of mum on the whole thing, which leads me to believe that maybe they don't really know. I I, I mentioned this last week. I. It, it it feels like the MCU as a whole doesn't really have a direction right now. No, they they're don't know where they're going few, anymore. They're going in a few different directions, and it feels kind of scattered. <laughs> like, it doesn't... There's a lot of things that are going on that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, you know, I, especially I, when you look at something like Loki and the fact that, you know, it's very... What's the word that I'm looking for? Specific. What the TVA is interested in and what they're not they they should be interested in a lot more like they should like we're going to talk about multiverse of madness on sunday and one of my big things there is okay you you introduce the illuminati but you don't bring up the tva having very much interest in what strange is doing at all which is completely counterintuitive to what we learned about the tva in loki so that is that begs a lot of question right there like what exactly is going on you didn't have this when we were doing the Infinity Gauntlet, everything fit together. Everything meant something. Even when you go from like film to film with different characters, one thing happens in Iron Man and that little storyline can carry over into something like Thor and then that would carry over into Captain America and you would have something succinct. Right now, that's not happening. So, so it's, it's I was just going to say that since since the since the release of Endgame and that was over with, I feel as though the continuity of Marvel has dissipated. It's gone away. Yeah. There is no yeah. more continuity, which is what held us together for 15 years. Yeah. So this yeah. is so we've talked about this before, and I think the biggest thing that we we recognized was after Endgame, what how are they gonna how are they gonna do anything after Endgame? It was such a, everything came together for this one movie, and. After um, Endgame, after Endgame, and when Disney acquired Fox, and they had the rights to a, a lot of other characters, the immediate answer was, oh, they can do something like Secret War, and they can move on with that storyline. Right. And we heard that they were going to be bringing in X-Men. We heard that they were going to be bringing in Fantastic Four, and that was that looked like mm-hmm. the next big story arc that Marvel could go on. Right, but that doesn't mean they're going to do it right away. They still want to build up some other stuff because they Disney wants to the- milk as much as they possibly can, and they're going to take their sweet time dragging their feet so they can, oh yeah, so they can introduce things little by little. Right, but little, they will little hints, but little hints. If they do that, though, they will. If they continue to do that, though, they will lose their fan base to a degree. Absolutely. Absolutely. But here's what we knew. We knew this from the beginning. We 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 watched as everything came together. As soon as the the first Avengers movie came out, we were like. This is incredible. You got all these characters, all these big, big characters. They weren't just like meh characters. I mean, Hawkeye. Um, did you say um, Hawkeye? I did. Um, 
so you had all these characters that were there and it was a big deal because they all came together and they were all able to interact with each other and they all had like their egos, their, you know, their screen time and it fit really well. That blew my mind and we were like, okay, this is going to be crazy. So since that, we saw this thing grow and grow and grow and get more and more connected into something that we all knew was not going to be sustained very much longer. I mean, very long. Like once they got the story done, it's like, where can you go from here? And I think the best thing they did was um, Far From Home was a fantastic follow-up. But again, where do you go from there? Like, that was more just like a here's what life is like afterwards. But where do we go from here? Far From Home didn't lead to anything. Million, you can go in a million different directions. There are hundreds of comic book storylines yes, that they can, can pull from. But that can sustain them. They can do they can do comic book storylines that could sustain them for a hundred years. They could, but they don't know which one they're doing right now. No, well, that's the thing I, is they I brought, agree with that. They but they when they did No Way Home and they brought um, Charlie Cox into it. When they did mm-hmm. um, Hawkeye and they brought did you say Hawkeye? I did. Hot um, guy. Okay. Um, they brought Fisk into it when they started intertwining the different universe, especially with the Netflix universe. Oh, they did that back. They did that years ago, back in 1987. You remember when Fisk played Thor in Adventures in Babysitting? Vincent D'Onofrio was a was a dude with a big hammer, and the girl mistook him for Thor because he had long blonde hair. Yeah, and he was like Thor. It was like a you know, hidden thing. Yeah, it's actually hilarious if you go back. You're like, I can't believe that was him. But yeah, there's your first crossover right there. No. So, no. Um, when Netflix, when Disney bought out Netflix and they crossed over, I'm going to call it the net the Netflix universe because, I mean, it's still, it's still part of 616, correct? I, I, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a little misleading. I wouldn't say that Disney bought Netflix. They did not buy Netflix. They just no, acquired They acquired the, the, the Marvel Netflix properties. Marvel stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, was it a full acquisition or is it another deal kind of like Sony? I think it's a full acquisition it's, because it's, it's no longer acquisition. It's yeah. no longer of, on of Netflix. Those, of, oh, you're right. Of you're right. Marvel properties. All yeah, that stuff. No longer, they did not buy. Let's 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 pump the brakes. They did not buy Netflix. No. They just <laughs> acquired the Marvel properties. That, right. That's all that happened there. Yeah. So, so the um, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, you know, right. Iron Fist, Daredevil. And they the planned, I'm sure that Netflix planned for something like that when they were making those shows, because in Daredevil and in Jessica, more in Jessica Jones, they alluded to a lot of things that were happening within the MCU. And mm-hmm. in. Without, without, without outright saying, oh, you know. And in Punisher too. Yeah, yeah exactly. So they did, they, they hinted towards things they wanted, they wanted, Netflix absolutely wanted to build those franchises up to eventually be bought by Disney, like. The way that they laid the groundwork for that was phenomenal. And I have to say, they actually did a really good job, too, because they they introduced, they did what MCU did. They introduced these four or five characters, and then they did the Defenders versus the Avengers. Right. And it was a six-episode miniseries, and it was really well done. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed the, I wish it was longer, um, but it was, they did a fantastic job. And if they're going to continue, when I thought that they were, bringing in that i was like in no way home and they started to introduce the multiverse in no way home i was like Mm. oh i know where they're going they're going to be going somewhere (laughs) with this because they introduced 
Um, you think Ralph? Man. Think you think you, you think, think you think they know where they're going? And then <laughs> letdown, big letdown. But yeah, it, it was Moon Knight. It's like uh, it's just all of MCU right now. And I'm I'm gonna have to say, I I go back to what Will said last week. I think DC is doing a much better job right now with two films. I only talked about two films that DC has put out in the last okay, few years. I want to share this. So, and those two films alone is like, oh, wow. So okay. the, one of the, one of, I wish they made a real life, like a real, like a, like a live action film for this, but they do Teen Titans, which is Robin, <laughs> Cyborg. Yeah. Um, well, then they'd have Nicolas Cage as Superman. If that would, no, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. Nicolas Cage was the voice of Superman in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. It was hilarious. Are you serious? I, am, I kid you not. It was hilarious. <laughs> wow. I'm watching it, right, with, with my son. And I hear, I didn't look it up at first. I hear Superman, because he's in it. Like Superman, Batman, they're, they're in it for like cameos and stuff like that. Because it's all about Teen Titans. And he starts talking and I'm like, Who's no that? way. <laughs> I'm like, that can't be. So I looked up, I'm like, it's Nicolas Cage's voice. It was hysterical. So they're doing this. Ridiculous. They're That's actually, they're, they're on film. They're on set. And, and they're so self-aware. It's hilarious. They're on set. And I think I sent you guys the video too, but they're on set filming Batman versus Superman 2. <laughs> and they're in this dark, rainy alley. And Batman goes, what's your mother's name? And <laughs> Superman goes, Martha and um, Batman goes mine too, and they hug and it gets all clear eye like cl- like clear sky and they're all. And he goes, "What's your dad's name?" And he's like Jonathan. He's like mine's Thomas or whatever. And they start fighting again. Um, but it's it was so like stupid. such a slap in the face to Batman v Superman. But they're they're making jokes about it, and they no, did a not fant- Batman v Superman Justice League. Oh, oh yeah, no, nope, no, you're right. That you're was right, Batman right. v Superman. No, it just um, they, they keep they keep doing the dreamy eye thing, and and both. It of was them, hilarious. So. But then they were the the villain for Robin is Slade Wilson, hmm. and the whole time they're like, "You're Deadpool." <laughs> oh jeez. One, one of the one of the other uh, girl heroes, she's like wrong super wrong superhero universe. <laughs> But they're actually splitting it up, and they're all wicked self-aware now. Yeah. Um, but DC is actually doing a fantastic job with their storylines are becoming better than what MCU is doing. My opinion. Mm. Yeah, I would agree with this. If they actually redid a Superman movie the way that they did Batman, I would be so intrigued. Like, so intrigued. I, don't, I didn't hate Man of Steel. Yeah, I have yeah, to Man rewatch Steel was Man of Steel. I have to rewatch. I actually like Man of Steel. I actually like what they did there. That was a, that was not a bad movie. No, I I enjoyed. It, but I'm saying if the, with the direction that they're going in with this new, the new style that WB is doing for DC, if they did that, if they redid Aquaman, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Aquaman yes. is to DC as they would as Green Lantern is to MCU. No, yeah, Green Lantern is DC too, isn't it? Green, yeah, I was going to say, Green Lantern is DC. Green Lantern is DC, man. Green Lantern's DC. Those two are both bombs. I don't know. So, one question that I had, um, Lee, what did you like about the finale so much for, for Moon Knight? Um, question. 
Because you, because I think I think it's safe to say that you clearly liked it a lot more than. Chuck so and I. what I, what I liked is um when when everything kind of came back together, you know, there's that apex where everything kind of meets, and you've got Steve. The, the biggest thing was Stephen and Mark, you know, as their super characters fighting together with whatever Layla's character was. When it came together, I don't know. I actually I just loved seeing Stephen actually be able to kick butt. And then, like, it was it was the one, I know it's a dumb scene, and I keep on bringing it up, but when he threw the stick and it bounced back, and then Moon Knight caught it, that was awesome. You know, like, he switched in the middle, like, threw it, and when it came back, he was he was his other self. I thought that was awesome. So just having that, that fluidity and seeing the two of them working together, what was it when he's up in the sky and Steven's like, uh, nope, and they switched? Because, you know, he shouldn't have been up in the sky. Like, things like right. that, like, back and forth. They were using each other's giftings, you know, in order to, to fight together. So, there's a matter yeah, of... Yeah, but the whole thing the whole thing with DID, though, Lee, and this is where I... Uh, it's just I know. Is I know. as soon as you're aware, more aware to that degree... Mm-hmm. Like, even Will said it last week in episode five. Steven basically became one... I mean, Mark became one with Steven at that point. He didn't right, need so therefore Steven. he didn't exist anymore or shouldn't have existed. And not I thought that, that they were going to Yeah, not like that. But I mean, for what it is and what they're going for, obviously when you see something like this like an actual mental, you know, uh, disorder or whatever um depicted um in something like this, you don't generally see it done in a way that um is is accurate. I think that's what bothered me most about the finale, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but that's that's just how it. That it wasn't depicted. Ac- it wasn't depicted accurately. Well, how how exciting would it be accurately? That's the thing. It would be more authentic. True, but that's not always what they're going for. <laughs> well, then what are they going for? <laughs> excitement. Ex- oh. Ex- excitement. Money. Yeah, but they're 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 playing back and forth with Steven to Mark the way it would be like Bruce Wayne playing as Batman and, and fluctuating between one one and the other. Because he's trying to, you know or like when we we talked about Mrs. Doubtfire and he was going back and forth as her versus him, her versus him. It's the same guy, he knows what's going on, but he's actually acting as another person. In this I don't know. Two separate people. I don't know. It would have been really cool if something twisted happened and it actually did a Superman three to Mark and Steven. That would have been. And there was two of them actually there. That would have been cool. That would have been, that would have been crazy. That wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense. (laughs) Well, it would have, it would have shown like the way they were in the afterlife when there was two of them. It would have shown, but in the real world, the real, that would have been cool. I mean, why not? They so have the Egyptian Lee, gods that could you, do that because you didn't have your headphones on. You missed what Chuck said. He um he would have liked to see them Superman three, uh Mark and Stephen in the real world. Uh-huh. How that would have been cool. <laughs> Maybe not fight with each other, but they fight together against. No, I know, I know, I know exactly what you mean. I just like uh, they somehow I, I, they somehow okay. separate and become two different <laughs> beings. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would have been weird. Yeah. But then again, I mean... That would have been... Then again, that was all kind of in his head, wasn't it, in Superman 3? Yeah. Yes, no. 
I mean, I mean, people was, fled. People fled the junkyard when they were when he was fighting with each other. But, but it was it probably no, it no, probably looked fled. like Jim Carrey and Liar Liar when he's in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what, what I'm. That's exactly what I'm thinking. He and they and and in Superman three. They fled because Superman lands and just starts screaming. Yes. Like, <laughs> can you imagine how terrifying that yeah. would be? You're Injustice. working and you're you're sorting through the junk, and then all of a sudden Superman lands and just loses his mind. Like, goodbye. <laughs> this is I'm not going to end very well. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that was that was my favorite part. I thought it was entertaining in that sense, you know, outside of the authenticity and the reality of, you know, that type of um, mentality or we'll say mental disorder. Um, I thought that that was really entertaining to see the two of them get to a point where they were able to work together. Anytime you can have characters, I mean, they do it in buddy cop movies. They do it here, there and everywhere else. It's it's a very overdone cliche type thing, but it still gives you that good that good feeling like ah look at this you know it worked which is well, fine and i would have but, loved it so much better if they continued that trajectory they did that so much better and then for the fifth time this series this season when you see moon knight like going through his flash and then he comes back and everyone's dead yeah i know i that it's like this build up to nothing and I think well, that was the biggest letdown. That's the biggest letdown. I, I agree, but that's why I'm saying there's no way, absolutely no way that he is not returning in the MCU. If they do that, Disney has lost a, or we'll say Marvel has lost a fan. Because why would you do that to us? The fact that there's no plans that are out there in the open saying that they are doing a season two or having a movie or having him pop up somewhere does not mean it's not going to happen. So the reality is if they don't go forward with it and give us this whole thing about like him and Jake Lockley and all that stuff, then they're, they're, they're shooting themselves in the foot. So I think they already have shot themselves. Uh, I in don't the foot. think so. And, I and, 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 I, and, and I don't want to get too deep into it right now. I want to wait till Sunday, but uh, I, I'm not going to go into mm-hmm. it deep. One of the big takeaways from me from watching Multiverse of Madness was Wanda's story. Mm-hmm. I feel like the middle of her story arc was completely cut out and we're in the dark. Mm-hmm. You, you, you go from her creating a town and then, you know, she gets children and then she goes away and she's reading a book and you jump to her being like a full-on villain. Like, I feel like her descent into madness or crazy town was completely oh, yeah. cut out. Like, we did not Absolutely. see any of that. That's what I mean by, like, we lost a good chunk of her. Like we have part mm-hmm. one and then in multiverse of madness, we got part three. Where's part right. two. Yeah, that's it. It was, it's, it's completely gone. So I feel like Marvel has already kind of, I think that. aside from, aside Which from is, that too, is they, they led us in a direction with no way home and then never even followed that direction in multiverse of madness. That was my biggest letdown. What do you mean? So what direction? So in no way home. You're introduced to this multiverse of madness, this multiverse, because Doctor Strange does this spell and it splinters the universes. Mm. And then nothing happens. Yeah, I. I, And even in the even in the preview, even in the preview (laughs) of multiverse of madness, without without getting too much into it, it says I the spell got away from me. Yeah. 
which we know that in No Way Home. It was misleading. Lee should be very upset right now because it I, I, lied to us. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> they, so I think mm. all of that being said, it's just, it's MCU, why? What are you doing? I know you're not listening well, to us, but what are you doing? <clears throat> there, it's definitely, uh, hang on. I saw something the other day that kind of, Doctor Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself, who threatens human- whose, whose, whose threats to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda Maximoff. That is a synopsis for the movie on IMDb. Right, and that's completely inaccurate. That is not the and that's movie exactly, at all. That's the movie we thought we were going to see. <laughs> that's the movie we expected. That's the movie we thought we were going to get. So, so that's, that makes perfect sense. Let's talk more about that another day. That's the movie we <laughs> thought we were going to see. I, I'm just bringing I it up know. now. I was going to wait, but since you guys are talking about it, up, it now, I was going to read that. Like, that's... You okay, completely fine. did. Like, I don't want to talk about this till Sunday, but... <laughs> so, Moon Knight... So the cool thing about rewatching the first three episodes again is I looked at it and remember that scene where he's got the um, the scarab and Harrow's like okay give it to me he's like oh here and then his hand tightens up and he won't he can't let go and his hands like and his legs start yes. moving again that's not authentic and not realistic unless it was actually Conchu that was puppeting him um, but it, it was it was a very interesting scene to rewatch because it didn't quite match up with reality but. It was really cool because when he when they took it out of his hand and then he blacked out and came back and there were just people just bloody dead around him. I was like, oh, OK, that was the first time we got to see Lockley. And that. Yes. Well, we didn't see. Well, him. we didn't see him, but we but we saw the scene we saw was what completely he did, cut out. We'll say so. We saw what he did, but we didn't see like the actual right. event happened, which I was waiting like I was certain that they eventually we were yeah, going to get to that. Not in this season. So which is very yeah, disappointing. But I think that's why they they the whole thing was building up to that. And they and the way they did it was they almost didn't did it in a way where you kind of forgot. You kind of forgot what what happened there. I no, never but they forgot. did it in a way where they had other things going on. I'm not saying that you forgot. I'm talking about the general public. Would be like okay, everything else. Maybe Marvel wanted right. me to forget. That's what I'm saying. They did it. They did it in a it didn't way. Work. <laughs> they did it in a way that was to promote like focus on these. You know, just like any type of magician. You know, you, you know, focus on this hand. Focus on this hand, not on this hand. You know, and then at the end, you're like, oh yeah, there was an episode called the friendly type. Like, yeah, that was referring to this one. Oh, there was a standing up sarcophagus. Oh, people were bloody and dead around him multiple times. Like, how did we forget those things? Because they were doing the old switcheroo, you know? So I never forgot. I know we didn't forget. I'm talking about their intent. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just cool to rewatch and just see that every... It's, I'm pretty sure that it actually wasn't Mark. Um, I'm 100% positive it wasn't Mark. No, I'm talking about every single time he blacked out in like the first and second episode. I'm, I'm, every time he blacked out, it was, um, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I said that in episode, what, four? Except for the time, except for the time, and again, in the first episode where he, um, where he mummied out and fought the jackal, that was clearly Mark. It was. Because he said, that's because because he became the, because he became Moon Knight at that point. Exactly. 
Because he'd be, but yeah, when be he Ryan does King the whole Moon flashy, Knight. you see him twitching and flash out when he's like in the cupcake truck or right, right, you know, in Cairo or mm-hmm. every time, every time he blacks out and then mm-hmm. there's bodies, it's always it's Lockley. It's yeah. always Jake. Yeah, and when I so, saw the sarcophagus, I was like, "That's who it is." Right, because that's even the way that it mm-hmm. was shaking, that I'm, I, I will say that that episode. Where they're walking down the hallway and there's the one sarcophagus standing up straight and something's just going ape trying to escape from it. Oh mm. my god, I was on the floor. That oh, was yeah. fantastic. Like the visual was phenomenal. Because so. yeah. that was episode that was episode what four, and they had two more episodes to actually yeah. bring this about, and they wait until the yeah they don't even introduce mm. them in the episodes. They wait until after the credits of the last episode to then go, oh, by the way, here's Jake Lockley. Yeah. Mark and, Mark and, and Steve. And credit scenes. That was 10 him. minutes. And credit scenes count. And an episode that was on average 10 minutes shorter than the rest of the season. There was, I don't know. that it, it just baffles me. It baffles me how that made, made air. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm biased because maybe I'm just one of those people that, I look at a movie like Split and hold it in such high regard that maybe it's just blinding me to everything that's going on with this show and the way that it dealt mm. with DID. Like, it, it, that could be very well what's happening. Yeah, maybe. Right but I think that th- the, I th- the issue is the stuff that the MCU's been putting out lately, there's something off about all of it. Even WandaVision had some off stuff, you know, um, the... Captain America, whatever, the Captain Falcon, um, Loki. Like, there were some things in there where I'm like, that's a little off, it's a little weird. I don't know how I feel about that. And this, too, it's just like, it's great, but something is just, not, something's missing. There's a piece missing that ties things together, like Iron Man. Iron Man, fantastic I'm gonna, film. I'm going to answer that question for you right now. In, in, <sighs> in Hawkeye, in, Captain, in Falcon Winter Soldier, in Loki... They either Captain uh, Captain Falcon, Falcon Winter Soldier. They had a lot of questions. Come to episode three, episode four, episode six. They answered those questions really well. Oh yeah, they made no, a they, fantastic they did. season. Conclusion. They definitely did. Hawkeye. They leaving it open. They concluded that story. They did well. leave it open, um, but there's they 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 left it open for you know, the possibility of more to come. And we know that Hawkeye is already part of the universe. We're going to see him again. We expect that. Um, You're going to see that Hawkeye again? Yes. Good. Um, With, with this and with WandaVision, the two things, the one thing that happened two or three times between the two episodes is they teased things that are big. Mm -hmm. And then they dropped them. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did. They dropped him. Aerospace engineer. We got we got teased again, oh. and they dropped it. Don't even don't even. Ralph was a huge tease, and we got that dropped. <laughs> the third altar, we got a huge tease, and then it got dropped. It's it's well, they're they're teasing all of the, this for stuff for the time being though. All of that stuff was just was teased for the time being. Yeah, but teasing the aerospace I'm gonna, I'm sorry, teasing the aerospace engineer twice and, and not, not delivering. delivering. I know. Come on. You know that when you saw that you were like, "Yes." And then 
No. Oh, then then <laughs> like right away. Plato spaghetti. Oh. Uh, yeah. It, it's and I and I think that's that's the issue. Is again, it goes back to they don't know what they're doing. I'm all I'm. I'm all good with a tease. Yeah. But pay right. it off. But the they tease the third altar in see in episode three or episode four. They paid off sooner than later. They're trying to be strategic, but their strategy sucks. That's the problem. They're trying to stretch things out and milk them, but they're they're not doing it in a way that's making us. I mean, we're talking about it. They you say any publicity is bad or good publicity, right? So we're all talking about it. But again, it's going to come back to if we get what we ask for, we're going to be annoyed that they didn't just do it sooner. Or if we don't yeah. get it, we're just going to be really upset because, like, why would you do that? Why would you tease us like that and then walk away? Right. So, Either way, it's MCU and Disney's fault. Yeah, well, yeah. But I don't know. I, I did a couple of other questions I was I was thinking about just with the, with the whole thing. So obviously we know that Mark Spector is Mark Spector. He is a real person, a real identity, born Mark Spector, and then created characters afterwards. So the theory that we talked about before, which makes perfect sense, I think we talked about during episode five, or maybe it was the final episode of this Jake Lockley character um being created during the beatings and the abuse from his mom that makes perfect sense it was five yeah we talked about it in five and then in six it's pretty much obvious that that is what most likely happened because that guy is just ruthless so fantastic so um not not fantastic like yay abuse but you know that it all fits and that makes sense but my question is obviously jake lockley does his own stuff whatever um, and he's basically his own type of mercenary, whatever. But you've got this character, Stephen, who is just this oblivious to reality. You know, he's, he's Dr. Stephen Grant, you know, like, whatever, doing his thing. So does that mean that Mark made the effort to make him, like, fake documentation so he can exist living in England? So he could, like, go and get a job and give him, like, a fake social security and all that stuff? Like, how how did Steven have a normal life without ever questioning, oh, um, like, I, I don't understand how, I, like, my fingerprint is scanning in as Mark Spector. Like, if he had a job like that, whatever. The point is, like, how did he not realize that he wasn't, he, that he was just a personality in an, in an actual other person? How did he? I think you hit the nail on the head. Mark created yeah. so he identity. so Mark actually so Mark the spent the time recognizing that Stephen Grant existed, and said, "Okay, let me do all this stuff under this name with all this fake paperwork, so Stephen could just exist and live a life." Sure. That's crazy. Yeah. That's just yes. ridiculous. But that's what, what would, it is. What would you do? Oh, I Crazier things have what happened. would I do? I don't know. Um, Aside from tying yourself to a bed and buying a one fin fish. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out the freeze frame in that scene when they're at the storage unit. That weird out of place freeze frame. Remember when he sees Conchu down the hall and it just goes, ah, and it's a, it's a legit freeze frame. I, I checked remember. it again to see if like he was maybe moving a little bit and if it like slowed down or either way, it was, it was just a straight up freeze frame. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. That was just a, it, Whoever was doing the editing that day, I don't know. What happened immediately? He runs outside. So 
it freeze frames and then it cuts to him running outside or frame frames and then resume freeze frames and, and then outside. cuts to him running outside okay so no Jake no it was it because something's clear something's it cut. doesn't seem like anything was cut we don't know you just said you just said that it freeze frames and right, it cuts but it didn't. To him it wasn't outside. done in a way that led you to believe that something happened in between. It just makes you think that he just ran out the door. Yeah, but yeah, they make you to believe that. They also make you to believe that it was Mark that was yeah, doing. Yeah, they want everything. you to believe that. If there's a if there's a frame fr- if there's a freeze frame, and then something is missing, and then he's running outside, and then it cuts to him running outside. It, that that tells me something's missing yeah, okay. in that. Something happened. All right, maybe that's it. Something happened. Maybe, maybe not Jake, but something. And I don't think we'll ever happened. figure it out or find out. Neither do oh, I. Okay. Neither do I. I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? It happened. Neither do I. MCU was like, you know what? Poo poo on all of you. And you're gonna watch <laughs> whatever comes out next, anyways. So poo poo. Got ya. Poo poo. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm just. I will say this: if D, if MCU continues to go the route they're going, uh I may not want to go to the theaters for half their movies anymore. Right. I might just wait till <clears throat> streamed. I, I, I think yeah, wait till the biggest thing here streaming. is like we watch, yeah. we watch a show like Moon Knight and we it really, it's really going well. We're really excited. And then we get the ending we get where there's a lot of disappointment. Things left open. And we're like, really, guys? Is that it? And then we go and we watch a movie immediately afterwards, like uh, Multiverse of Madness make a whole thing of it like we're gonna go we're gonna get together and we're gonna go do it and we do it and we're like we all kind of walked out of there like huh why but but why though so I mean we were we heard something called the multiverse of madness and we were like this is going to be incredible because Spider-Man No Way Home is kind of like, eh, whatever. That was a better multiversal movie than, than this. So yeah. I think the reality is we, we have, we, we are very, MCU has been tainted for us right now, you know, because within a, about a week of, of, you know, a week, we got two things that kind of disappointed us with what they're doing. So I'm not going to go ahead and throw the baby out with the bathwater, but I'm going to recognize, okay, where can we find the positive and what they did do and how can we be hopeful that they will find a way to, I don't know, try to make up for it, you know, like pay, have some kind of payoffs. Like, Hey, we saw, we saw some characters introduced, um, in multiverse of madness. Let's see them, you know, let's, let's see it. Let, let's see them do something. do something. Let's see, <laughs> let's see, you know, like an origin of them, or let's see another alternate version of them, you know, in a movie. Um, so I think that's where we can, we can be hung up on them totally nerfing those characters and just taking them out of the picture and just be like, but we're also talking about the multiverse and that's just one version of them. So maybe Kevin Feige spreading himself too thin. It's possible. He's doing a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. When did this... Co- oh, Chuck, you didn't what? know that? Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Feige's getting ready to do a Star Wars mm-hmm. movie. And I guess it's... it's it, it, The only information that I, that's out there about it, it's, it's not going to be like a sequel or a prequel. It's going to be like its own thing, kind of like Rogue One was or something mm. like that. Like, it's going to be way... It's going to be how R2-D2 like, was manufactured. 
That would be so <laughs> Well, we got how you, C-3PO you find, out, you find out that there was a little man named Kenny Baker who was living inside of him all along. Uncharted is in is on Amazon right now. Oh, is it? Oh. I did not hear great things about that. Oh, really? that's too bad. So, too bad. I'm going to... Then again, you never you never hear great things about video game movies. No, but like you know, Sonic all... was actually pretty good for what it was. I will say that. I mean, for 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 a well, for a IMDb for a, gives for it six point four stars out of ten. So for a movie about a little fast running blue hedgehog, it was actually okay, pretty good. It's, it's it's actually pretty good. And the second one is actually it's out now, isn't it? It came out last month, month ago. Still haven't seen it. Anyway, um. Yeah, so I just I think that um they they can surprise us. You know, the fact that they heard the fans and fixed the eyeballs and all that stuff and I was like, "Okay, all right. This is good." I mean, and then yeah. Doom was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, and Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Max Payne. Max, Max Payne. Payne. Oh. <clears throat> Max Which one Payne. though? Mark Wahlberg. No. Oh, yeah, it was Mark Wahlberg. Mark you know what? Wahlberg I didn't Max even Payne. watch it. Oh, I you didn't? Oh, it was horrible. I heard it was awful. It was horrible. It was horrible. You remember what was... It was absolutely Max Payne horrible. F- the games are... The first two games are fantastic. You remember when that came out? The movie was Remember terrible. the selling point for that game when it first came out was that he could, like, slow-mo jump and shoot? Like, that was, like, the selling point of the game? It yeah. was like, we've never done this before. Like oh man, like every game does that now. It's that's a normal thing. But that was that was a revolutionary game. I'll say it. I'll say it. Anyway, she'll say it. I did say it. <laughs> I will say this. I'm 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 as far as excitement right now. I'm I'm excited for Kenobi. Oh. I'm actually really optimistic about what that's going to be. And as but as far as Marvel goes, I'm not really excited for anything that they have planned out as of right now. I'm much more excited for whatever this. <laughs> Oswald Cobblepot show is going to be on HBO <laughs> starring Colin Farrell. Like, that looks fantastic. You should go through just, that season. I kind of want to. Yeah. I kind of want to, but that's, I mean. what that's all yeah. about. That's, yeah. Because if they're going to, if he's going to give the, if he gives the same performance that he did in the Batman. Oh, my God. Oh, you, I got you. I actually gained <laughs> More respect. So you, so you did that before, Lee. You, you, did you not like that? No, I just thought it was funny. Like I, they, they, they did okay. it, and every single version of the trailer showed that over and over again, and it was just funny to me. I don't know. You just, you, you seem like you're, you seem like you're goofing on it quite a bit, rather than like. Oh, it just, it just, it stands out. It stands out. Okay. But. Okay. Colin Farrell has been a. Class B actor. At, at best. best, he made it famous. Somehow. No, 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 no. He was amazing as Bullseye. N- never mind, never mind. And Total Recall, because that movie was fantastic. And in no way was that just a horrible remake. So, so Colin Farrell did great in The Recruit, um, and even in what was it? Cell uh, phone booth was he was actually decent in. I would say that those Fun are two movie. of his better movies, um, which really isn't saying much for Colin Farrell. But when Not he did all. when he did Bullseye, when he did Total Recall, um, I was like, ugh, seriously. But then 
he was on his way down. Like I was like, I was, I would be okay if I did not see him again. And then he reprised the role as penguin in the Batman. And I was like, new found respect for Colin Farrell. Cause he upped his Absolutely. game a hundred percent. You remember um, him? You remember him in Horrible Bosses? No. Nope. With the with the comb over? <laughs> it was Mm-mm. he was good. It was surprisingly good. Um no yeah, he he had like a bald cap and a comb over and like a like a fat gut. I don't know what he's doing now. Maybe he's been hanging out with like Eddie Murphy and wanted to play like to, to be in prosthetics and different different things. I don't know. It's weird. He did it's fantastic. I would say that his role as Penguin would be more so would be up there with Heath Ledger as Joker. Mm. That's mm. a high bar. And the jump that he did, Heath Ledger went from... This is a high bar. Heath Ledger <laughs> is a high bar, I'm saying, but the jump that he made for himself to go from what he's been to doing this role as Penguin was... When you look at Joker, you don't go, that's Heath Ledger. Like, you don't think Heath Ledger. When you see Penguin in the Batman, you don't go Colin Farrell. You don't know. You have to like really look to figure it out. And he did a fantastic job changing everything about him to to fit into that role. I'm going to reserve judgment until after I see what he does on the show. Just because of how little he was actually in the movie. Mm. You know what I mean? Like You can't compare that to Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger was like the A role in that film. Penguin in this movie, he was like a, a C or D character. Like he wasn't, he didn't have enough on-screen time for me to say that. After the show, let's see what he does. If they do a sequel to the Batman, we'll we'll see what happens there. But as of right now, I'm not I'm not saying that I mean, yet. Was he fantastic? Absolutely. Did he did he break out of his out of his shell that he's that he's been stuck in for almost all of his career? He absolutely did. He knocked it out of the park. But. Compare it to Heath Ledger, man. I don't. I just don't I'm know. Not, I don't. I'm not jumping out on that bridge. He, I don't think it's up there with Heath Ledger. I'm saying it's on the same trajectory as Heath Ledger. Like it's the same. I guess for me, there's not a lot that beats out Heath Ledger and Joker as Joker. There, there's not much really that is it. like. Although I will say, I mean, you have the kid from Ten Things I Hate About I'm, I'm You. Gonna, who plays yeah, this know. amazing? That was actually first slated for Johnny Depp. Yeah, it was I know. slated, and I am so glad they did not go down that path. That would have been so weird. It would have been, you know, Edward Scissor. That Edward Scissorhands. You know, Edward meets, Scissorhands would have meets, been uh, <laughs> Jack Sparrow as the Joker. <laughs> but Heath Ledger. Oh, I don't know. There's, there's nothing that compares. And if we actually did a there podcast is, on Dark Knight, there is something that compares for me, and um, I anybody who listens to this, I'm probably going to get a little bit of hate. I actually, I'm getting to the point where I think I prefer Walking Phoenix. In hmm. what? As Joker? In Joker. I yeah. think Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job as the psychotic. Joker. Yeah, that's but that's what Joker's supposed mm, to be. I think I'm just gonna say that we, we're we're di- we're doing like a me, bunch of different me, universes, and I feel like there's different versions of these characters, and and that's why Fair. I say that the the version of the Joker that they were going for in that film, he was great in it, but the version of the Joker that 
they were going for, obviously, in The Dark Knight, was perfect for that. I, I don't think that they would be able to cross over with each other at yeah, all. Yeah, because you have, the, you have the, the, the anarchist Joker in Dark Knight. Right. And you have the, the mental case in Joker. And Joaquin Phoenix, I, I'm with you, Joaquin Phoenix nailed that. I have a, I, here's the thing. I actually watched that movie and I have a hard time watching it again because he made it so like, you're like, how he's, he's psychotic. Crazy. Mm. And, and, and if you actually look into Joaquin Phoenix's background, he's, Oh, he's got yeah, issues. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even his real name. He's, He's got yeah, he's got some he's got he's he's got some things which which just it makes him an incredible actor for for the roles that he actually picks up. I I haven't seen anything that he was in that I did not like. But in in, in terms of this conversation, I think I prefer his prefer prefer his version of of Joker more than what more than um more than Heath Ledger's. I actually just I like the mental case a lot more than I like, you know, focused anarchism. Like it's just it makes more I would I would love to see like a Batman Joker, but Walking Phoenix Joker, like, mental case thing, exactly happen in a movie because I don't know how Batman would handle something like that. Like handling Walking, handling Keith Ledger's Joker, like he's focused, he has a plan. It's kind of you know, he's he's a, he's a madman, but he's he's got it together. I don't know what that would look like if it was Walking Phoenix, <laughs> like just. And I was just thinking insanity. that too. It's like if you would actually switch the roles for each of those actors, and you had Joaquin Phoenix play Heath Ledger's role, and Heath Ledger play, it would not work. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. have worked. It nope. would not work at all. It no. would be. It would be agree one hundred percent with that. It would be really odd. But in this, like, I'm so dis. That's that's the one disappointment I had walking out of the Batman was that the timelines <laughs> don't match up. For Joker it. to be Joaquin right. Phoenix, I think that would have been. Incredible. I think we should do a podcast on the Joker. So do I. We have enough on the plate, though. We have enough on the on the on the plate right now. But so do I would I, I would I, push I, things off on the plate just to do Joker again, because that <laughs> that would be because there's the number one question of that movie is was it all in his head? Because mm. the clocks were always. 10.12 or 10.02 or something like that, the entire film. The clocks were always the same time through the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Go back and watch it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah. How did I miss that? The, the clocks same were time. always... At his, in his shrink's really? office, in his yeah. home, they were they... always the same exact time, no matter what. Yep. It makes you think how much... Because they do show in the, in the film... That a lot of it did happen in his head. Like when he's performing on stage as a comedian, hmm. that was all yes. in his head. Um, but then they show you huh. the clock throughout the whole thing. And it's one of those things in the background that you have to pick up on. And I didn't notice it at first until it was pointed out to me. And I was like, oh, it, ch- it begs to, that would be a crazy. See, I had the question. I had the question of whether or not everything was happening in his head because of the performance and because of his girlfriend. I never picked his up on the clock. Girlfriend? Though. His girlfriend? His, his, yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, that that was not his girlfriend. It was just some that shit he liked. Down the, and didn't say anything. <laughs> a couple yeah. of apartments over that he just 
completely lost his mind about. But that was that was the reason why I'm like, is everything happening in his head? So when you say is everything happening in his head, are movie. you are you suggesting are you suggesting that he's like in the asylum the entire time and this is just playing Perfect. out in his head and he's banging his head against a padded wall? Like is that that's but that's okay. that's one it's, potential that's one theory. Yeah. That's one theory. They don't that's, allude that's to that really because they show him, you know, in this timeline, Bruce Wayne's a young kid. Bruce Wayne's a very young kid. He's like five. Yes. Six. Yeah. So if they had actually jumped up that timeline by like ten it years, it would have so been perfect. Well. Mm-hmm. It would have fit especially in um in the Batman, when him and Gordon go into the uh not the asylum, but the um mm-hmm. the old orphanage and it stares down the hallway. It's a like a shot for shot remake yep. of the hallway from Joker when he was running back and forth like a crazy person. It would have fit yep. perfectly. That's it's really weird the way things have worked. I'll be out like I'll that. even I um I would it would I'm sure there are other comparisons that you can make, but that's just that's the one that's, big no, one true. in my mind. Because the thing is is you when you up until he until he played Joker Heath Ledger was always like the chick flick, the, Yo, yeah. you know, he was the man boy actor, didn't grow, oh, yeah. he was like the Matthew oh, McConaughey yeah. for the longest time. And then he does this and you're like, what? Right. He was so out of his sphere. And then you're like, got it. Completely yep. out of and his element. Completely out I would, of his I would element. Have, if he didn't do what he did, I would have loved to have seen where he was going to go with his career. Because it would have been fantastic. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame yeah. what happened there. And Lee never fails to bring it up. Anytime we start talking about something like this, I put off watching that Absolutely. movie for a year. I still, I was out of my mind. Uh, yep. So it's crazy that we, you know, we used to talk about MCU stuff and we used to frown at anything dc and now we've actually shifted conversation to full dc <laughs> it's sh- the conversation is shifting the conversation is shifting a lot if you would if you had sat me down and told me that the conversation would shift like this like five or six years ago i would yep. have told you that you were crazy i wouldn't have believed anything that you were saying but i mean and it's just so much like when you look at and when you look at when you look at the mcu right now and what i said before about them juggling all these different storylines like, everything that's going on with Wanda is House of M. Everything that's going on with the Illuminati, that's uh Secret War storyline. And everything that's going on with the TVA, I think it's something different that I'm just completely missing. And, like, Moon Knight, I don't even know what that's out of. I know he's attached in some ways to Blade, and I don't even know how that fits into the the... the several directions that the MCU unless is they're going gonna, right Unless they're going to reintroduce so him weird. in Blade. Oh, yeah. That would be... That is. It's possible. It's entirely possible. I don't know. It's really weird. It's really weird. But I will say this. I don't get the same feeling from this that I get from something like Hawkeye. Hawkeye, I felt like they told the wrong story. I thought they should have told the story of... um, What's his alter ego? Clint Barton? I'm blanking. No. Yeah, <laughs> but no, his... The other, the other, the vigilante that he oh, the Ronin, the Ronin, the yeah, oh, the, the Ronin, yeah, the Ronin. I thought they should have told that story instead of what they actually did, like introducing mm-hmm. that Kate character. Here, I feel like in Moon Knight, I feel like they told the right story. I just don't like. I thought the story did. was fantastic until the very end. 
the very end throws me off. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. and that, and that, yeah, that, that's bothers. Cause it's the last thing that we remember. So that to me is the bothersome part of the whole thing. Is, you know what? Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic letdown. You know, it's like, oh, and I was waiting for that climactic moment that never happened. And it was just, but MCU yeah. for you. That's it. It, it is, is what, what it is. It is what it is. Well, I think this, uh, I think we're not even talking about Moon Knight at all anymore, so. <laughs> no, it's DC now. DC. Well, I guess we're going to wrap it up for today. Yeah, we're all, I guess we're going to wrap it up for today. Um, so we will um, we will catch up with you guys next week where we discuss a lot more of everything else that's going on right now, be it Star Wars, MCU, DC. Um, while we ramp up DC and get ready for... One of those, did you ever think DC would be one of those suggestions? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Because we have... I mean, Superman 3 was one of our early podcasts, so... We've, we've had plenty of conversations and you know we've done Justice League twice you know both versions so I think we should do Superman 4 hmm you can Quest for Peace yep that's it mm-hmm. starring Gene Hackman <laughs> starring Gene Hackman Uncle Max <laughs> yeah we need John Cryer in there anyway alright well thanks guys and we will uh, pick it up next week have a good one everybody Late as gate is. <laughs> <laughs>